Hello and welcome to iSpired, another little bite-sized app. Yep, I really wanted to talk about this. We're, we're saying farewell to one of the greats of American intelligence. Oh. When I say great, I mean great psychopath of okay. American intelligence. Well, not so much in the intelligence side of intelligence as the security side of intelligence. Okay. We're saying goodbye to George Gordon Battle Liddy. Who is? George Gordon Battle Liddy was the head of the White House Plumbers Department. <laughs> what? Yeah, you're going, what the hell? I'm so George- confused. Watergate. Okay. Right. He was the guy who actually was leading the break-in party group, the guys that okay. actually broke into the hotel. Yeah. He was arrested for his role in Watergate. Now, George Gordon Battleidi is an exceptionally strange guy, right? Uh, and if you ever get a hold of his autobiography, Will, yep. W-I-L-L, yep. and you will just see how absolutely kooky he was. He was an FBI officer, right? He, he, well, let's, let's, let's go back. He was an Army officer. Yeah. He was in the artillery in Korea for one year, came back to America, did a law degree, and then joined the FBI. Now, the thing about Liddy was, he, as he says, his book is about it called Will. And the mm. thing is, it's all about how he has this strength of character and strength of will to do what he wants. As a child, he was scared of rats. So oh, he went we down. We all are. Yeah, of course we are. But he, he, he thought that being scared of rats was unreasonable. So he went down to the wharves, caught one, cooked it, and ate it. Okay, yeah, he definitely is a psychopath. Wait, 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 wait. it gets better. Okay. He was also very scared of thunderstorms and lightning. Okay. So during a thunderstorm- So now he's Thor. Yeah. So during a thunderstorm, he tied himself to the top of a tree in his backyard to show that he wasn't scared of lightning. Okay. All right. Okay, you see where we're going with this guy? Yep, psychopath. Most FBI agents wear their gun on their hip. It Mm -hmm. is the most easy place to source your weapon from, right? So Mm -hmm. you wear it on his hip. He refused to wear it on his hip. He insisted he wore a shoulder holster, mainly because he didn't like the way the gun was damaging the upholstery in his car. Oh, okay. Right. Um, to the point where he would stitch two bullets in the corner of his jacket, like the bottom corner of his jacket, the very bottom under the lapel. Okay. Yep, yep. So when he flicked the jacket out to draw his gun, the weight of the bullets would actually lift the jacket up higher and hold it up longer so he could get his gun clear of the jacket. Oh, this he, thought, guy, he thought he was in a Western. He was a psychopath. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. the interesting thing is when Watergate broke, he was working at the White House. At one point, one of the girls at the White House said, I'm very nervous when I go out to my car because- you don't park at the White House, you park in a parking station. Yes. She was very worried about, you know, because there were stories of women being attacked by people in Washington. Washington is actually quite a violent city, right? She was always worried about getting out, of, you know, going out to a car. Mm. Well, there is an, an interview, if you can find it, uh, of Liddy on a talk show talking about how he told this girl how to kill someone with a pencil. Oh, wow. Where you hold it in your fist with it sticking out between uh-huh. your fingers and yep. then you just punch up. And then, there, of course, there is the wildly apocryphal tale of about two weeks later, a guy found dead in a car park with a pencil ran through the roof of his mouth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nut job. Now, the other thing about him was he was heavily involved in Watergate. So much so mm-hmm. that he led the break-in. Right, he was in control of the supposed Cubans that broke into the Watergate Hotel to steal all of the stuff about the Democrats' Campaign. Yeah. Interestingly enough, this is a little fact. If Nixon hadn't done that, he would have been president anyway. Yeah. He would have remained president. He wouldn't have been impeached simply because he won in a landslide anyway. He was going to win the election, but he was so paranoid. Yeah. Right. That he needed to know. Now, this was where Liddy was perfect for Nixon because he 
loved Nixon. Right. He thought Nixon, you know, the, the sun and the moon shined out of Nixon's butthole, right? So the whole thing was when it was finally revealed, when it was finally revealed that he was the guy, he was busted dead to rights, no way of denying it, you're done, all ready to go. Yep. He turned around to Nixon and went, your only option is to have me assassinated. You need to kill me and kill me now. <laughs> yeah, this is this is guy. This, he wanted to go down in a blaze of glory. He wanted to be regarded yeah. as an American hero. Yes, right. absolutely. Wound up doing a bit of acting. Oh. <laughs> did he like? Never did stand up. He never did no. stand up comedy. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, that's that's my trick, man. I know. Back off. I know. Um, had a radio show and finally retired from radio about I think about ten years ago and. Passed away majestically with a pencil ran through the roof of his mouth, no doubt. I reckon he probably topped himself. You're right. <laughs> what kind of radio was he doing? I'm really top 40. Like, oh. what, <laughs> like what was he doing? Love song dedications. Yeah, love song dedications. <laughs> uh, this one's going out to June. June, remember if that guy pushes you too hard, just the pencil. The pencil. The, rough. the yeah, pencil. Kill him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, George, wherever you are right now, whether you be up or down, Thanks for making intelligence that much more interesting. Well, yeah. Thanks for being such a psychopath. <sighs> Creepy guy. <laughs>